Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm okay if it's a mental health thing, like you just want to touch another, like old Steve Perry there. That, that's fine. If you're having a bad day, that, that can help. But I'm just talking... Hey, it's uh, Monday after the long weekend. I don't need to come back in and give you a squeeze, Al. You know where hugs are better? You know where hugs are better? Let me me use this as an example. Emily, when you go out tomorrow at 1.30, Travis and I will be there around 12.30. We've already got an awesome table in the corner at the coffee shop reserved for you guys. Travis knows the owner. Um, When when that happens, the, the hug... At the end of something, I think is a lot more appropriate than in the beginning. So let's say they go, they have a nice cup of coffee, but Connor doesn't come in for a hug in the beginning. Hey, first time I've ever met this person, you know, just a kind of quick hello. But at the end, kind of a hug goodbye, that, that's why I feel like it's, it's better timing. I couldn't agree more. I, I, I think if it goes well, right? <clears throat> if it's one of these five minutes into the conversation, you're like, this isn't working at all. Then yeah, I check the knuckles, vibe. You know, I think the vibe is going to say everything. From the way out the door, like, hey, yeah. Connor, good to meet you. Fist pump, peace. And you hit the door and you keep it moving. But if it goes well, then absolutely there's a moment for a hug. Emily, do we have this? Do we have this right? Yeah, I'd say you got it pretty much right. I I would say, yeah, I I typically go for the hug regardless or a side hug, even if it's not great. But if it's like really bad, I'm just like a thank you. And or like (laughs) if he has to like walk me to my car, I'm like, well, this is my car. See ya, and I get in the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, the we're never going to see each other again moment is always kind of a that, – that's a weird one. There's never a good – especially if one person kind of would like to see the other person again, that's, uh, that's never good. You ready for one more little bonus Ask Slee? This, because this is good. This is something yeah. now that uh, I was talking about. I like how you ask me if I'm ready because it really doesn't mean well, anything. If I said anyway. I'm not ready, you're going to do it anyways. Well, then get ready. It's, it's, <laughs> either, it's either you're ready or get ready. That, or just deal with it. Or just deal with <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, one, one or the other for sure. All right, this is from uh, Bilal. And they write, uh, Ashley, hashtag, I live in an apartment complex, and I've been seeing people dumping garbage from somewhere else. Uh, in a pickup truck very early in the morning. Should I report to the leasing office? We were talking about this. Look, are you look? We all, we all have things that are kind of bulky that we need to throw away once in a while that yeah. don't fit in the trash can at, at your yep. place. But break the cardboard up, please. By the way, the box just have dumpsters. Yeah, mm-hmm. cut the boxes. Let's yeah, cut the boxes. Just let's let, uh, but, you fit let, six boxes in here, or you get six hundred boxes. Let's get, uh, cut cut the boxes up. Let's say you have a chair, for instance, that okay. it, one of the legs broke. It doesn't, you know, it's worthless. It's 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 a piece of junk, right? Mm-hmm. Doesn't fit in the trash can, but it does fit in the dumpster at the apartment building at the end of the block. Do you drive it down there and throw it in there? Is that a bad guy move? This is the debate we've had among my my friends here along the way. Okay, yes. First of all, it is a bad. It's a bad move, <laughs> and, and it feels Where am I criminal. Supposed to put it. Just listen it to me. It feels criminal. Okay, I don't know what it is, um, but. If you take, like, this is, if there's one thing I cannot stand, who's putting a couch outside and just leaving it on the, on the, who's taking a full mattress and saying, you know what, I'm going to post this thing up on a tree 
on a major street here, and I hope somebody else can figure it out. What else do you do with it? Where else do okay, you put there, it? Okay, there are other solutions here. Um, one of the solutions is, and I think, Trav, you could tell me, don't you get X amount of bulk items yes. that they Two come pick up? They'll do it twice a year, in my neighborhood at least, in our trash disposal company. You get two big pickups a year, right? You call and say, hey, listen, I've got a couch I want to throw away. They'll say, cool, Mm -hmm. we'll come and pick it up. You get to do that twice a year. So you got to hoard your big junk for a while. But sometimes it's like I don't – for instance, the chair is the perfect example. Sure. Won't fit the can. I don't want to leave it on the side of the street and do what you said. But I also don't want it in my garage anymore. Okay. I need to throw it in the, the you know the seaside apartments down the street. I can just go throw it in their dumpster. I have, what harm is that? I have a perfect, perfect answer for you. How do you feel after you do it? Great. It's out of my garage. I feel fantastic. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> do you feel like I'm saying – I'm with you on that, of course. Anytime you get rid of anything, like I, I go clean out my closet and I, I lose six shirts and I give those away. And I'm like, wow, I feel like, you know, feel like a new man. You go get a car wash, mm-hmm. you feel like a new man, the whole thing, okay? <laughs> sure. I'm, what I'm talking about, that process of when you're actually doing it, do you feel almost a little criminal? Like are you looking oh, around sure. saying, what, hey, you- is anyone from this complex looking at me as I'm mis- – just – the, the, how slow you're pulling up, like, next to the trash can? First of all, I always do it at night, so that tells you where we're starting, right? Yep. <laughs> I'm, I'm going under the cover of darkness. Number two, I, I'm just one step short of Homer Simpson putting on the uh, the black sweatshirt and the ski cap sure. where I start to skulk around the neighborhood. But, yeah, it does you're feel criminal. like you're doing something. <laughs> I, well, yeah, it's but I also don't want that chair up. in Why my garage anymore. What's what? that? I said it's all going to get picked up anyway. Why does anybody care? If well, if I live in the apartment the complex, I care because now my dumpster is filled yeah. with somebody's garbage who doesn't live here anymore. Yeah, by, that's by, that's by the way, Emily, people yes. that you're violating, Emily, and if There's it's wide, if if it's wide open, then you're going to have people that you know are just basically saying, "Hey, this is our furniture dump off. This is it. We found our place." <laughs> I don't know. There's a reason those dumpsters are locked. There's a reason that they're not easily accessible. That you gotta kind of sneak in and, and do it under the covers. First of all, we've all done. Take, take me it. through I just it. Say I don't care. We've all done. I, it. I guarantee you, there's somebody out here who owns apartment buildings that's listening to us right now. Come on in. Give us a call. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Is it cool if I throw my busted furniture into your dumpster, or old TVs, or a tetherball pole, or whatever I got going in my uh, my garage along the way? All right. So Charles Barkley yesterday um, on TNT said this about the Lakers, and and Charles goes in on the Lakers frequently, and this was one of his better ones. The Lakers are such wussies. And I only say wussies because I can't say the word I want to no, say. I know. The way they have tried to throw Russell Westbrook and Frank Vogel under the bus is just really pissing me off. Right. And I got to tell you something. Oh, no. Hey, you know, we've got a, we've got a guest standing by. Well, the and Lakers then... still suck when we get back from this interview. <laughs> okay. okay. Well. Yeah, he was playing. I'm still mad. Now, listen, I'm not going to sit out like all these clowns on other networks got okay. their head up the Lakers' booties. They're blaming Frank Vogel and Russell Westbrook. The people up top who put that trash together are running and hiding like cowards, saying, oh, it's Frank, it's Russ. You put all them old geezers out there. Listen, the best guy other than LeBron in the last month has been who? Stanley Johnson. Yeah. And for y'all to be bringing a guy who was on the street and he becomes your second best player and the the general, whoever running that trash out there, getting away, uh, it's ridiculous, man. 
Okay, so my favorite part by far, Alice, you say, nah, it's Malik Monk. <laughs> that's the that's my favorite part of that. But you know what? He's pretty much right. But it also doesn't matter, right? We This is what's right and what matters are two different things. He's right. It's not Frank Vogel's fault. It's not exclusively Russell Westbrook's fault. It is the the whoever constructed this, and I think there's probably a lot of fingerprints on the people that constructed it, whether it's Palinka, LeBron, whoever it is. They're the ones that are most to blame, but those other guys are going to pay the price for it. This is just the way the NBA works. Did did, it, did any of what he said, like I, I think we've got a good pulse on this because we've been taking a lot of callers, you know, whether I'm doing post games, stuff like that. I don't really think that many people disagree. I, I was saying that, I think I mentioned this yesterday, the first, let's say, 30 games of the season, there was a lot of heat going at Frank Vogel, a lot of heat going at Frank Vogel. What is coach doing? What's going on with his rotations? Blah, blah, blah. You're not using Russ the right way, all that stuff. That's changed over the last couple of weeks. Ever since the actual conversation started coming up as, Hey, Coach Vogel might lose his job. That could happen at any moment. Hey, there's this article in the LA Times, The Athletic, blah, blah, blah. You mentioned it. Anytime where there's smoke, there's fire. Anytime those rumblings start coming. I don't know if anybody really disagrees with what Barkley is saying. I think Barkley is just kind of reiterating it. And um, listen, everyone has some blame in this whole thing. The bottom line is the Lakers continue to lose games. There is this blind faith that Anthony Davis will potentially come back and change things, and that's kind of the last straw left in this whole thing, to be yeah. honest with you, Trav. That's kind of the last thing that's not putting the fork in the Los Angeles Lakers is, well, maybe Anthony Davis could come back and change things, and I think there's a lot to prove. There's a lot to be proven by AD even to kind of make that claim at this point. All right, I knew I knew this would happen. I, I knew that this is how this would go. Let's go to North Hollywood. Let's check in with Gabriel. Gabriel, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up, Gabe? What up, Travis and Slee? Just hanging out right here, listening to you guys on the radio. We appreciate yes, it. Thank I, you. Yeah, yeah, my pleasure. No, I wanted to uh, tell you guys about um, – I, so I live in a cul-de-sac in a dead end, and uh, the neighborhood's already ghetto as hell. <laughs> And uh, every morning or night, there's either new couches, new new mattresses, <laughs> new this. But we got to worry about. But so when we throw the trash, my whole building has to worry about bed bugs and roaches and mm. rats. Like it's all mm. bad. Yeah, no. That's all right, so, no so real, real quick, so Gabriel, that's so what do you deal. what do you do in that situation? Like, do it, I mean, because you guys have dealt with it a lot, you does a service come and take care of it? Like, what happens in that situation? Come? So, so, so. For six months, it's bad. It turns into a mountain of just piling trash. And I guess the more people who see the piles of trash, they're they more encouraged. They found a new dump spot. Mm. And it just gets overwhelming. And, it, 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 and we have a lot of kids in our building. So, like, and they play outside and ride their bikes. And, like, uh, uh, and a lot of bed, uh, the building has a bed bug problem now because of all that dumping. Yeah, that's a bad deal, Gabriel. Thank you for listening to the show. And, you know, this is why we go put it in the apartment complex dumpster so it's not on the street. So then the trash guy comes and takes it. Let's try this one more. Uh, again, Gabe, thanks By for the listening. By the way, Gabriel, Gabriel sounds that. like sounds like a good man, and he's yep. almost like sending a message using the platform like, please don't, don't throw your, your couches couch in the middle <laughs> of the street. You know what I mean? That's a bad deal. Mm-hmm. Pasadena, your neighborhood, Slee. Tannen, Tannen, you're on with Travis Slee. What's up? 
Hey, what up, guys? So uh, I don't own an apartment complex, uh, nor do I live in one, but I am a manager at a retail store. And okay. when I first transferred to this location uh, back in November, we did not have a lock on our dumpster. And uh, like you guys were saying, where there's smoke, there's fire with the Lakers. <laughs> when there's smoke, there's fire with this trash, too, man. Like, one person will put one thing off to the side of it, and then the next thing you know, there's just a pile of furniture, mattresses, TVs, anything. You yeah, know, Emily. Yeah, Emily has, <laughs> I think, four or five items there. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like there's not really much we can do other than lock it. Um, and unfortunately, you know, people that live on the streets, they find ways uh, in places you wouldn't believe. So, yeah, just put a lock on it if you can. And unfortunately, like Gabe was saying, when there's kids playing around in cul-de-sacs and stuff like that, mm. it's definitely an unfortunate situation. But, yeah, where there is smoke, there is definitely fire. Appreciate you calling in. Um, you know, Trav, I don't know why I feel this way. I forgot about that commercial commercial lots, commercial shopping malls, whatever, I feel less guilty if I'm doing it at, like, a commercial outside of Old Navy or Ralph's (laughs) than I am at a residential. Less guilty for sure, but like Tannen just said, they're usually locked and sometimes there's security cameras telling the apartment building's the place to go. I'm just throwing that out there for all of you that have a broken chair in your garage. Why is Travis covering his license plate? (laughs) I take it off. I, I, it's like I'm going to rob a bank. I'm just going to drop off a chair. All right. DeMarco Farr is going to join us next to talk about what's coming up in Tampa, what needs to happen for the Rams to advance to the NFC Championship game. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN, and ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance, and all of our guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, so the Rams have the NFC Divisional Round coming up on Sunday. Pre-game show starts at 10 o'clock with myself and Kirk Morrison, then J.B. Long, Maurice Jones-Drew, and our next guest, DeMarco Farr. We'll have all the play-by-play for you. How are you feeling this morning, DeMarco? I am feeling good, man. How are you guys doing? Good. I have a question for you. Before we talk about the uh, the Rams and the Bucks and Tom Brady and Matthew Stafford and all that, here, it's a, it's a, is it okay that if I have, I'm using this as the example, I have a broken chair, right? That it, one of the legs broke right. off and it's, it's junk now, right? Am I, am I right. a bad guy if I drive down the street and throw it in the apartment complex's dumpster? Is Does that make me a bad guy? Oh, uh, no, no, I, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> it depends, wait, if you live in that complex or not, but no. I don't. He doesn't. No, DeMarco. I DeMarco. Don't. It, it's, he doesn't. Going he's basically to going to the neighbor's house, and he's using the whole trash can. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a chair, right? I mean, be respectful. You know, break it down if you can. Just, oh, no, just throw I, yeah. a whole chair into but, but but see, here's the problem, DeMarco. I need to make a quick getaway. I can't have anybody see me. So if I'm sitting there breaking it down, somebody might catch me. I just throw it in, and I well, speed away answer. under the cover of darkness. <laughs> there's your answer. See, you feel bad about it already. See, then, then don't do it. 
DeMarco, DeMarco, when you're you're setting up the um, I have to get away, I don't want anybody to see me, like when that's your setup, isn't that – aren't you basically speaking yourself into a crime? Oh, he told on himself right there. You know, you were good until you said that. You just didn't guilt. Like I've said many, many times before, I'm just fine. I'll, I'll be fine, and I'm going to keep throwing my chairs in other people's dumpsters. That's the way that it goes. All right, let's talk a little bit about uh, what's coming up on Sunday. Al and I were talking about this this morning, that everything went right against Arizona, right? Your offense was good. Your defense was great. Your special teams were great. No chance we get a repeat of that, right? This is going to be a much different sort of game. This feels like one possession, one turnover kind of changes the whole thing. Am I wrong? Oh, yeah. I, I, I think Bruce Arians will have his squad ready to play better than what Cliff Kingsbury did. And that's no disrespect. I, I said this before. Arizona showed up with bags packed. That's what it seemed like. They looked, mm-hmm. It looked like they were ready for the season to end. And uh, that's how they played. But Tampa's going to be different. The, the, this is the defending champs, and you're playing them there. Uh, so you'll get a full dose. But you can make this game easy. Uh, if your defensive line, like we saw versus Arizona, if you play like that against Tampa Bay and stop the run and force it back onto Tom Brady's shoulders, I know that sounds like blasphemy, but if you force this into a one-dimensional game, you've got pass rushers to get there. Von Miller is going to win. Tampa's having uh, offensive line trouble. Uh, they still haven't blocked Aaron Donald. So you have some advantages if you can force this into a one-dimensional football game just like you did versus Arizona. DeMarco, I was, you know, coming in the game against Arizona, I talked more about how, look, if you're Matt Stafford, you don't have to go win the game. Just be smart. If, if you have two touchdowns and no interceptions and you threw for 200, 250 yards, that's a good enough game to beat the Cardinals because of – it's not like they don't have talent on the defensive side. It's not like they don't have talent all around them. Obviously, the special teams was amazing on Monday – how does that change this weekend for Matt Stafford? Because Trav and I were talking about it a little bit earlier in the show. Isn't this the whole reason why you got Matt Stafford was for a moment like this? And then if you do win this game, a moment like the next weekend? What What are you expecting from Matt Stafford in this one? Oh, I agree with that. This is the reason why you have him for games like this. And you have him so you can be in games like this outside of losing to San Francisco. And I hope for at some point you'll figure out that puzzle. But – uh, I think Tom Brady is going to have a lot more to say than what uh, Kyler Murray did. Um, mm. And depending on game situations, Matthew Stafford is going to have to answer. If you've got a lead and Tom Brady's struggling, you have to burn clock, which means you have to stay on the field, be efficient, be checked down Charlie, just keep picking up first downs and stay on the field as long as possible. If Brady's ahead of you and you have to turn it, it turns into a shootout. You're going to have to match that and be accurate and be just as explosive as he is on the other side. So, you know, I thought Kyler Murray would put up more of a challenge, but it didn't happen. Tom Brady is definitely going to put up more of a challenge in game situations. If you make a mistake, he's going to capitalize. You have to do the same in return. DeMarco, do you worry about that situation, just seeing what Stafford's done, the amount of turnovers he's had in losses? Just curious, if you know, if that scenario plays itself out, and before you blink, you're down 10 nothing, and now all of a sudden this becomes a game that's on Matt Stafford's shoulders. No, you got to go make those plays. And by the way, on top of it, not just have a great game, but not have any turnovers and so forth, are you still waiting for him to prove that he can have that type of a game? This ain't the regular season anymore. It's, it's big boy time, and obviously we know Brady has done it plenty of times. Stafford has not had that opportunity yet in the playoffs. 
You know what? Uh, it's like, um, and I'm sure you, you've taught one of your kids. I'm sure Travis has. We've talked about this. Teaching your kids how to drive uh, with my daughter. I oh, still hold the fun. old blank handle. <laughs> I, I still hold the old blank handle in the car. I do. Even though I'm enjoying the ride, we're having a great conversation, my hand is still on that handle just in case. <laughs> it's the same with Matthew Stafford. Um, I'm enjoying the ride. He's great. I wouldn't change a single thing about play calling, or I wouldn't get on him about decisions or bad decisions um, because he's that aggressive. He's that good. He is going for the end zone. He wants to win, but you're going to have to hold that handle every now and then. One's going to get away. Uh, he, he may get sacked and the ball may come out. Um, this is what you have to live with. But I would rather have a guy that's ultra-aggressive versus a guy that's the opposite. I really would. So uh, even if he does turn it over against Tom Brady and Tampa Bay in Tampa, you're going to have to dig yourself out of the hole. So, and he's done that. He did that in Baltimore. Uh, so whatever the game, uh, however it comes to you, whatever is presented, Matthew Stafford is going to have to rise to that occasion on every single possession. I don't know what you're talking about, DeMarco. Just because last night we were coming down the street and I said to him, pedestrian, pedestrian, you see him, right? Pedestrian. <laughs> and, then, and he's like, yeah, wh- where, where? I'm like, oh, my goodness. So, yeah, I, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a pretty good analogy. He was on I, his phone. Oh, Let him finish his text kid. message. Guy's see, trying to text. That, see that, that's Sean McVay on the headset with Matthew Stafford. You see the safety, right? You see the safety, right? Safety! <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right, so uh, with, with all due respect to Cooper Cup and Van Jefferson and everybody else that has played very, very well this season, Cooper Cup, you know, is on the MVP list. Uh, um, would the Rams be where they are right now if they hadn't made that deal for OBJ? Man, uh, well, if, if you told me Robert Woods would stay healthy, I still think they're here. Um, mm-hmm. They are. And Cooper Cup was going to get his, and Robert Woods was, you know, they were, they were the best duo in football, if you ask me. And that was on the rise. If Deshaun Jackson had decided to stay, I still think you're in this position here. But, you know, OBJ, just he brings something to the table that none of the other guys I mentioned can do. I mean, it's, it's the flair for the dramatic. Uh, the, the circus catch, uh, the, the highlight real stuff. Cooper Cup, like I said, it's fun watching him play. And I was on the sidelines, and one of the Rams players walked over to me during the game and says, he makes it look so easy, talking about Cooper Cup. You know he's getting the rock, and you've seen it a thousand times, and every time he catches it, he makes it look easy. Yeah, he's on an MVP uh, caliber uh, season for Cooper Cup, but – OBJ and what he can do absolutely demoralizes the defense, goes up and over, uh, snags a touchdown pass, and then comes down, and his, his touchdown celebration is beautifully coordinated. I mean, he really <laughs> plays that, that game and just takes your heart, takes your heart away when he scores. So, yeah, I mean, I think you'd be here, but having him here in this situation I think is going to pay big dividends, especially in Tampa. DeMarco, final one. We appreciate the time as always. Um, stay in the NFC for a quick second. What do you think of this 49er-Packer game? Obviously, if the Rams can get past uh, Tampa Bay, they're playing the winner of that game. Who do you like in that matchup? I'm curious to get your thoughts. If you guys saw me, the smile just left my face because that, that's scary, both opponents. And if I could pick a winner, I, I hope it's three overtimes and they just beat each other up. <laughs> I really do. They play into Monday. <laughs> and, and we'll take whatever's left if we can get past Tampa. <laughs> yeah, there there is no great matchup there. DeMarco will be no. in Tampa, of course, uh, on the sidelines for that game. DeMarco, always fun to talk with you. Thanks so much, and I'm going to keep throwing my chairs in your dumpster. 
<laughs> you got it, guys. Talk to you soon. Thank you, man. You got it. You got it. I'll have to tell the other dumpster story, uh, too, at some point, Al, about the can the dumpster diving that apparently my family has just great. To Unbelievable story. <laughs> per, 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 uh, participated. All right. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Pet protection comes free with auto collision coverage. Visit Progressive.com. All right. If you are on hold, stay on hold because we've got dumping questions and hugging questions, which is pretty much what I thought we were going to do on the show today. But Factor Cap is next. Do you want to live to be 100, Al? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hey, guys. Hope you guys are enjoying Hello. me tonight. Do uh, ditch some of my stuff on the side of the road. But, uh, you know. The side of the road? Going. Sometimes. Like, oh, okay, no. I thought my no, house no, no, no. was out of the road. I'm, I'm judging you severely now, Emily. I thought we were talking about like you ne- left it next to the dumpster, like not in the can. I didn't know you were just driving by and throwing stuff out the window. No, Emily, not, like, Emily fills up her trash can and then just on the, on the freeway just throws it out. <laughs> this stuff out of here. Oh, my goodness. Here. My goodness. Anyway, just ran first. over a full trash can. <laughs> up first, uh, you would want to live to be 100. Alan, is this Factor Cap? Okay, I, I feel like... There's no middle ground in this. People are like, hey, when things aren't working anymore and I can't get up and go take care of myself and go to the fridge and go do this and go do that, they're good from there. I don't know what it is. I'm down 100, 120. Let, let's, let's get this technology moving. Let's get things – I don't know what it is in the, uh, in the medical game right now, but <laughs> I, I'm trying to keep going as long as I possibly can. Yes, I would. I'd probably just sit back, watch a lot of prices, right? Watch a lot of sports, kick back and chill. I'm all in. I'm all in for 100. Let me tell you, Malik Monk the fourth is going to be the difference between this Laker team and not. <laughs> then Alan Sleewood, 115 years old. That's uh, that's what it's going to be. Um, no, I'm the first group, Al. The I know you are. <laughs> the, the second that my body says, you know what, no, we're not doing that anymore, I'm out. Like, I'm okay with my mind going because as far as I can tell, it doesn't bother me. Like, if I keep walking into the kitchen and, and getting opening a new can of Coke, what do I care, right, because I forgot where I left the other? I don't, I don't really care about that. But if you're telling me I can't get pleasure out of life because physically I'm all banged up, the second that happens, uh, you can you can take me at that point. Load me I, up. I more medicine. Let's go. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I, I'm, look, once the kids are out of the house and functioning on their own fully, I'm, you know, anything after that is gravy. I'm, I'm good. I'm ready. I'm ready for whatever comes next. All right, so when a light goes yellow, you always speed up to try and make it. Travis, this is Factor Cap. Cap. 
Look, here, here's the thing, and this is not a, a, a brag or a humble brag. or I, You drive a truck, a, bro. It's different. No, it's a different world. I, I, I do drive a truck, but I still drive said truck like I'm a 95-year-old old lady. I drive slow. Mm-hmm. I drive cautiously. I don't speed. I don't run yellow lights. I, I just drive incredibly cautiously, and it really changed. We weren't working together at the time, Mal. When I was doing the morning show, I got sideswiped on the freeway by a mm. dump truck, and it mm. spun the car around on the freeway, totaled the car, the whole thing. It still screwed me. Like I, When I drive now, I am still incredibly – it's happened three years ago, and I'm still really, really uncomfortable behind the wheel. So, no, I never, ever – ever try to blow my way through that yellow light. I am I am a chicken times a thousand. All right, so it's cap. It's Emily cap. It's cap because it might have got might have gone red and then I, you know, and I still hit it. So it wasn't uh Okay, here's the thing. There's You're the look at this guy. Look at, look no, at this no, no. idiot. He's going to no, kill no, no. somebody. No, here's the thing. I I'm a pretty responsible driver, but I'm also I'm going to get where I need to get to. If you know how there's you know the rule, right? When um, when it's a, it's a green light, but traffic is continuing to come this way, and you're trying to turn left, it's kind of a two car rule of when the when the light turns red and those cars stop, two cars are able to go. Okay. Sometimes you might be the third car. Sometimes <laughs> you might just stretch it just a little bit. I, I'm okay with that. That that sounds that sounds right. If you're the third car, eh, you can, give, get it, it you can give it a shot. Got I cars got, behind me. They're trying to get out of here cold. too. I, I mobile ordered. It's going to be cold by the time I get there. Got important things I need to do. Well, what and what I'm not doing on the freeway, I'm not driving 90. I'm not. I'm none of that stuff's happening. Well, I'm a freeway. I'm kind of chilling. There's nowhere I could go. But if you're, you know, you got to catch a light, you, you catch a light. <laughs> so this is this next one's me getting excited for the HBO Showtime Lakers documentary. Yeah. If you could go back and party with one generation of team, it would be the Showtime Lakers. Alan, is this Factor Cat? I'm going to go that's a tough one. Um I'm going to go cap. I, because the Lakers team, I've always said my squad was 2000, 2001. It was the Phil Jackson and the Shaq and the Kobe and the Fisher and the Ori and the Fox and you know all those guys because that's my era. That's my era. Now I don't know I don't think I'm going to have nearly as much fun as the Showtime era is going to have. Um, and maybe I have more fun with Shaq. Kobe was out there just saying, yeah, I'm going back to work. I'm going yeah, back to the gym. I don't want to go to the, the gym. gym at 3 a.m. with Kobe. That doesn't sound like a whole lot of fun. Uh, what a baller, by the way. That's literally <laughs> what he would do. Um, but I, I think I, I'm going to stay. I think, Trav, there's something about the team that you watched. Like that was the first team that you watched, win a chip, the whole thing. I'm going with that early 2000-team Lakers, three championships in a row. I want to party with those guys. I'm not going to lie, Emily. This might be my favorite factor cap that you've come up with so far. This is a great question because there are a lot of good answers to this, and I think the Lakers are number two. The, the, The Showtime Lakers, first of all, Magic Johnson at the peak of his powers in Los Angeles. Yeah, I'm in. That sounds like a lot of fun. That sounds like a lot of fun. So that's really close. I think that there would be a whole lot in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. Yes, I would like to do that. I know you're number one. Could I guess it? Sure. Tim Duncan. (laughs) No. Greg Popovich. It's not Antonio Spurs. Spurs. They're they're third. They're they're third. (laughs) They're (laughs) top three. Yeah. For me, it would be the 1960s Yankees with Mickey Mantle, Whitey Ford, and Billy Martin. 
Okay, it's 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 the '60s. It's New York City, and it's Mickey Mantle and Whitey Ford, and those guys got. <laughs> After it. And it's the 60s. One more (laughs) time. (laughs) Yeah, and it's the 60s. Exactly right. Those guys knew how to have a good a time as anybody in the history of sports. They're in the Big Apple. They were a championship caliber team. They ran that city, and nobody knew how to throw a party like Mickey Mantle, Billy Martin, and Whitey Mm -hmm. Ford. So that, that would be my number one choice. And by the way, I'm sure there are a lot of other great answers. So if people want to come in with uh, some phone calls on that, that this is a great topic. That's I absolutely question. love this. All right. Don't think I can top that with the next question. But uh, <laughs> so the world has bought more champagne than ever before, a, a survey said this past year. It's because so. it's about to end. <laughs> so short, well, because pre- inflation and then the, the ships at the dock. <laughs> right. Right. Supply so, and interest rates. <laughs> You prefer mimosas over any other brunch drink. Uh, Travis, is this a fact or cap? Okay. Uh, I, I love a good mimosa. So I think that for for me, it's a fact. I, mimosa, sure. Who doesn't like that? But what are my other options? I mean, Bloody Mary, I guess you could do that. They, you can really Paloma. only have kind of uh, – a, a Paloma's not bad, too. That's pretty good. Yeah, okay. You're talking me into something. A Bellini, those are pretty good. Um, but no, mimosa is kind of the classic. I think the little champagne and OJ, we're going to drop a little strawberry in there. So I have something to nibble on when I get to the bottom of the glass. Yeah, I'll, I'll do, I'll do the mimosa as the best brunch drink. Um, all right. Is this, is a, is a Michelada, uh, brunch drink? Sure. Totally. All right. I, I think I'm going that you could do a Irish coffee. I think that's not a bad one to go with as well. Um, I'm trying to but think Mitch, here if Mitch there's anything really I'm, not good. A, I'm not a Bloody Mary guy. I don't really care for Bloody Marys. The, what's the, the one? Okay, the... so why do you like a Michelada but not a Bloody Mary? Because they're both tomato juice based. I don't know. To be honest with you, I, I feel like the, the Bloody Mary just never did it for me. Like, I feel like it's promoted every – you go out to brunch, everybody's just trying to – maybe they're pushing it on me too hard. You know, trying to kind of push the product. How many Bloody Marys do you guys have back there? Um, Why do they how, stuff a fried chicken in it half the time, too? Like, hey, no, no, look at oh, this. Ever, We've got 84 pieces of food that we're jamming in here. How about you just make me a Bloody Mary, and I'll order 84 pieces of food? How about that? Doesn't that sound I, better? I remember there was a place in Vegas. You know Cates, right? Mark Cates. There's a time we're in sure. Vegas. We're there for one of the Laker preseason games, and it was one of those places where they're putting a full meal in your drink. I'm like, what's? <laughs> it's on a fork, and like there's that. a pickle, there's chicken, there, a fried chicken, there's a three sliders, a buffalo wing, and uh, a Philly cheesesteak. I'm like, guys, what am I going to do with this? He's like, oh, you got to try it. You got to try it. Yeah, I, I'm again. I'm not a vodka sunrise. Guy. That's a good one too. I, oh, that doesn't sound bad. That's a screwdriver, though, right? We just talking uh, orange juice and and vodka. Look, here, here's what we can all agree with. There's no bad way to consume alcohol at brunch. <laughs> if you want it in mimosa form or michelada form, it's all good. And uh, I'm with you. And I'll go have a second as well. All right. If you're on hold, make sure that you stay there. We got lots of dump questions. We got Laker questions. Um, and we even still got some hug stuff that we need to get to. But I really want to get your answer. If you could party with a group of professional athletes from any era. Which one do you want to do? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
be lying if I said I didn't enjoy the movie Mannequin back in the day. I think it's a little before your time, Al. I don't know if you've ever had the Actually, I've seen it. It's been a long, long time, but I have seen it, yeah. Yeah, why not? She, mannequin comes to life. You got a, a nice new girlfriend, beautiful, Kim Cattrall. Why not? Uh, all right, so we're going to get back to the hugs in a second. If you're on hold, stay there. But a uh, little bit of breaking news and not good news if you are a Rams fan. Mm. Um, Lindsey Theory, who covers the Rams for ESPN, just tweeted the following a couple of minutes ago. Rams coach Sean McVay says that left tackle Andrew Whitworth uh, – and safety Taylor Rapp will be out on Sunday versus the Bucks. So Taylor Rapp, of course, was dealing with a concussion. He did not play last week. Um, that's part of the reason Eric Weddle was was added to the roster. Um, so not maybe a huge surprise that Taylor Rapp is not going to play. But losing Big Wit, the left tackle like that, mm. that's a big deal. He he he, you know, he may not be the player he was five or six years ago, but he's still a very good player. And more importantly than that, this is a guy that has seen everything there is to see in the NFL. An incredibly calming presence. Without Andrew Whitworth in that lineup, that that makes a difference, Lee. Yeah, a bad start, right? And, you know, a lot of the times at this time of the year for the NFL, all sports, it's the teams who are playing the best, but they're also healthiest. Um, now, I think maybe the one thing you can sit on the Rams on this front, they were in a predicament earlier in the season where they had that Monday night. Was that the Monday night game against Arizona? And a lot of guys were out health and safety protocols, and they all kind of rose up to the occasion. Um yeah. Uh, listen, I, I know I'm, I'm not trying to make a case that, oh, well, they'll do the same thing that they did in that Monday night. You don't want to miss anybody, but uh, that's unfortunate news as we walk into the weekend. Well, the Bucks are missing one of their top linemen, too, potentially. Tristan Wirfs got hurt in that game against the Eagles. So they're, it, they, you That's said a big piece, too. Yeah, it, it's it, huge. Mm-hmm. It's huge. It, but the fact of the matter is, this is cliche, and it's obvious, and you hear it, and you just bang your head on the desk, but it's so true. No one cares, and it's next man up. Yep. Right. That you, you, the, the Joe Nopum, I'm going to assume is going to slide over left tackle. He's kind of the first backup there, so he'll be in that position. But you, you got to do the work, right? No one's going to say, ah, everything's cool. Andrew Whitworth wasn't there. It's like, no, you lost. Or mm-hmm. hey, you, you lost. Tristan Worse wasn't there for the Bucks. These are one of these things. Real. I guarantee you the Bucks don't care that Andrew Whitworth's out. The Rams don't care that Tristan Worse might be out. There, there's. This is just life in the NFL, especially once you get into January. Guys are going to miss time, and uh, it's it, it's a big loss for the Rams. There's no two ways about it. it and, it's, and no, it's just a drag. I, and this is not a good comp, but no one cared. Even though we talk about it, we sit back and we talk about how um, the. Uh, last year when Aaron Donald leaves the game um, against the Green Bay Packers. It's kind of like a, a good example of the, it, it, it's life in the NFL, it's life in sports. Unfortunately, it's part of the game. All right, that breaking news on 710 is brought to you by Valvoline Instant Oil Change, home of the 15-minute drive through oil change. Visit SoCalOilChange.com for locations and coupons today. Let's try a phone call here. Let's go to Huntington Beach and John. John, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up, John? Absolutely, Jensen. Yeah, I uh, I agree on Wit. He's he's a good type of veteran that that you want to have in your team, not like eight of them that the Lakers have, because he doesn't have to have to <laughs> run around the court for forty eight minutes and dog it on defense. So that's a big loss. <laughs> Thank you for your analysis, uh, Jesus, John. For sure, yeah, I, I know the, the listeners uh, tune in for that. And sorry, I got a ambulance. Are you being line. arrested? I'm on. I'm I'm actually in the middle of a. It's just timely because I'm in the middle of a run. I'm running eight miles because I got a marathon on February sixth. Nice. Um, and I sucked for you guys, so let's see if I can finish it. But uh, about the team question, I'm totally going uh, peak Rodman on the Bulls because uh, he uh, he had a lady friend in Carmen Electra, and I'm sure she had a lot of friends. So uh, 
<laughs> I would like to, to party with Good that and hang out with uh, Rodman and winning a lot. That's that's fun. Uh, but I I, uh, I really called about the hugging part. Um, we all, I'm a big hugger, but we have to be careful. So uh, during the holidays and you know really months leading into it, and over the years, I just finally realized. So my uh, my brother-in-law's wife, she gives me weird hugs. I'm like, what's the deal? And it finally dawned on me on Christmas Day. So she gives me the weird hug. I, I'm used to it now, but then. It dawned on me. So eight years ago, at their wedding, we were saying our goodbyes. I go in to hug, and I touch her bosom. And we sort of step back, look at each other. I'm like, oh, oops. Like, that, that was our purpose. Total accident. So we go in for a second hug, and I do it again. Total accident. So you have to be careful with the hugs. I'm a big hugger, but now I totally invite her side hugs because Here, here's I'm what I'll suggest. I'm incredibly confused. Yeah, I'm incredibly I think, confused I think right now. maybe for you and your sister-in-law, a handshake yeah. is in order at this point. You know what? I actually, <laughs> maybe a, a head nod or something. I feel that this is heading in a direction that's not good I would for you, text. for her, for anybody. I would text and say, hello, nice to see you, <laughs> while you guys are looking at each other and yes. just call it a day from there. Yeah, I, I think that's the right way to do it. Thank you, John. That's uh, it's an interesting story. It's just yeah, uh, I, I almost you know, didn't want to see him, buddy. I almost didn't want to interrupt him. I was like, I don't know where this is going. I have no idea well, where any of this is going. It's funny you say Al because I was going to say to him, like, "Hold on a second, John. Explain weird how you keep saying weird hugs, but mm-hmm. he he got there eventually." ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance proud to support vets with its annual Keys to Progress Vehicle Giveaway Program. Now celebrating nine years of donating vehicles, helping vets in need. Learn more at keystoprogress.com. Um, the Valley, Woodland Hills in, um, is it Enoch? Enoch, you're on with Travis and Slee. Yes, sir. Perfect. Got it right. Uh, so yep. my name is Enoch. I'm, I'm a property manager. And okay. I'm going to tell you why you shouldn't dump. Uh, the reason is some, you know, you're not the only one that dumps. One, one person sees, the other one does. So now, now there's no space in the trash can for the tenant's trash. So now what do tenants do? They throw the trash on the floor and leave it on the side of the dumpster. Uh, it just gets very crazy. So that's what I think you shouldn't dump. Yeah, you know what, Enoch? I, I don't like that call for one simple reason. That makes way too much sense. That that, that is a reasoned, yeah. thoughtful, um, and, and now I can't do it anymore. You've, you've basically now I'm going to have a garage full of chairs, Enoch. You've just you've just convinced me not to do it anymore. You, I'm kind of you're kind of a bad guy move if I'm being honest. Trav, you know what you should do. You know what you should do. Appreciate you calling, Enoch. Uh, what you should do is, you know, now that the whole truck thing and recently Enoch you were at Home Depot, everything. why don't you like refurbish the wood? I could see you taking that chair and finding a way to reuse it. Um, I could see you talking. taking a a desk that you're no longer using anymore and then now becomes you build a chair out of it. Like I could see you creatively coming up with things. Like, well, I do know how to use glue now. Maybe, maybe I could just glue it back together the way that I did my front door. I'm, you're right. You're, you're giving me a whole bunch of things that uh, to consider instead of just eat. By the way, I'm yeah. going to need uh, – Taylor, here's what I need from you. I need you to screen these callers better because Enoch is intelligent, thoughtful, and reasonable, and now I can't do the thing that I want to do. And has a warm heart. Yeah, and has and, a warm and, heart. And all of a nice those, guy. So all of those bother Enoch. Trav. All of those Thank, bother Trav. Thanks for nothing. Um Okay, Trav, I got a quick question for you. All right. Put the Rams-Bucks game to the side for a quick second. Which game are you looking most forward to this weekend? Niners-Packers. Over Bills-Chiefs? Yep, yep. They're, they're, they're all great, and, and I'm, I'm into it, but Niners-Packers for me, because I really do think the Rams are going to win, and mm-hmm. I don't know which way I want. Like like DeMarco said, you know, he wants to go triple overtime and have them mm-hmm. be on fumes coming in. I, I'm kind of with him. I don't know what the best draw for the Rams is coming out of that one. 
Okay, so I think we'd all agree Bengals, Titans probably, at least for me, Four. it's least exciting, right? Like, and, and that's not to say that that can't be a good game. Emily was talking about why is nobody talking about the Titans, number one seed, Henry's coming back, all that stuff. Um, I, I'm with you on I, – I actually – I think the 49ers-Packers has an edge only for this reason because you can't go wrong, Bills-Chiefs. Love a Saturday night football game. Like the fact that that one's on tomorrow night, I'll give them the edge on that one. A little better right. than a Sunday night game. Uh, give me them both. I'll, I'll do all four. All right, so Tom Brady is the opponent. Is there anybody you'd rather see less on the other side of the field? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 